I'm Kirsten. Hello, I'm Joshua. And I'm Kyla. And this is The Weird and Suspicious. That's weird. That's suspicious. Da -da -da -da. Um, the question of the week is, what is the last thing you lied to your mother about? Oh, God, it was probably earlier today. I was over there. <laughs> um, just give me a second to think about it. I also have to think about it. Um, uh, mine was probably just, like, flying back home. Yeah. I'll just tell her that I was, like, I told her that I wasn't able to, and then just randomly showed up. I can't think of a time. Allow me to look at my text messages to my mother. <laughs> um, I don't message my mom that much, because we live together, so. Huh. I mean, I don't necessarily, like, lie to her when she asks me questions. I will just be like, you don't need to know. Yeah, I think I stopped lying to her. At some point she texted me asking if I renewed my CPL, and I haven't because I have to do it during the day and I have the memory of a toddler. Yeah. But, uh, I just didn't respond to the message. That's hilarious. Yeah, so just, like, leave things out. I feel like that's out. a solution. Yeah, exactly. No, the only thing I can think of is, like, if my mom asks, if I'm, like, going out somewhere, or, like, on a date, if my mom asks me who I'm going with, I'd just be, like, nobody. And, like, obviously that's a lie. I'm not going out by myself, but. You could be. I don't. Everyone knows that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Every single person is, like, no, she's not. You definitely could be, though. <sighs> Going out by yourself is a good thing. Like, you, you have to be able to do it at, to some extent. Well, I am not that person. You know, that person might be out there, but she ain't me. Exactly. I went to the buffet by myself. I would rather <laughs> choke. I would rather choke. I, <laughs> I would rather I be so many plates on the table agree. in the face. I'd rather be punched in the face violently. I fully agree with that. Like, I didn't have anyone to go with, and I really wanted to go to the buffet. I would have just ordered I, out. No. Fair to an extent, but also no. Oh, this can this can be a combination. A combination uh, Pizza issue. Hut. I used of lying to my mother and uh, eating in my car. Sometimes, because I got really bad anxiety uh, and, like, stopped going to classes for a while, but I lived with my sister, and so she would know, like, if I just didn't leave the house. And so sometimes I would start an earlier shift, but my class was supposed to be earlier than I would start my shift, and so I'd go park behind the Red Wings Stadium or the Red Wings, like, hockey place, and I would just sit there reading for, like, two hours instead of what? going to class, and then I'd go to work. Why don't you just plan to hang out with someone? Am I going to hang out with somebody for like two hours? It, yeah. So the time what? was like before work at like seven hours and nothing at all. Oh, Who like an inconvenient plans to hang time. out? Like, yeah. Do you got like? I guess I could get breakfast with people, but like, not a lot of people. I would have. We weren't yeah, he friends. He didn't know you. Yeah, I know. If I would have known. 
Um, have you guys heard, I know Josh has, have you heard of the Winchester Mystery House? Oh, yeah, okay. I said something about it. Bitch just fucking put herself on mute. Okay. Wow. Um. Wow. She's yeah, aggressively keep, putting the box being away, aggressive on mute. hate faces at us. Passive aggressive mute. Wow. I can't believe that we have to tolerate this kind of treatment. <laughs> It's honestly ridiculous, the fact that she can be so passive-aggressive towards me. <laughs> and being silent. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. It is, it's gotta like, be a skill, though. The silent aggression. Yeah. I mean, I have some silent aggression, so it, it yeah, is it's, It is your skill. <laughs> uh, so the Winchester Mystery House is... So this place is in San Jose, California. And it was, like, the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, um, the widow of a firearms magnate. What ma- What is it? Magnate? I don't know what that word yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Mag- it's not magnet. No. It's, like, mogul, I think, is, like, a firearms person. But I can't remember oh, I think- how you say it. Oh, I think that is right. Magnate, mag, yeah. You said it okay. right the first time. All right, whatever. Yeah, so uh, the widow of William Wirt Winchester. Uh, it's on five two five South Winchester Boulevard. If you want to go on a little trippy trip in San Jose, yes, I do. It's a Queen Anne style Victorian mansion, uh, renowned for its size, its architectural curiosities, and its lack of any master building plan. Um, it's a designated California historical landmark and listed on national on the National Register of Historic Places. But the history of this place is just wild. So before she lived here, um, she lived in Connecticut with her husband and her child, and her husband died from tuberculosis in 1881, and Sarah inherited more than $20.5 million, which at that time was equivalent to $576 million. So what? she was a millionaire, like ridiculous, and... She received nearly 50% ownership of the company that her husband had. How could women own bank accounts then? I would assume. I mean, she seemed like a woman with a bank account. What yeah. time was it? 1881. They definitely could not have their own bank accounts then. I wonder how that or works. Well, her however, husband's she bank account, it. and she, uh, she just used it. I mean,. Uh, uh, you would think that they would let their wives access the bank accounts, so yeah, really, it was just like is maybe when you women can't. gained the right. Oh, okay, so it? she could. She could. Nineteen sixty. Oh, nineteen sixty. Oh, fuck. Well, so maybe she couldn't open it, but because like her husband opened it before. Yeah, they could she, access it. You can inherit it. bank accounts. You can't just open bank accounts. That makes sense. And like, <sighs> if you if you're a widow, I yeah, guess I to get murdering those husbands, ladies. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would have done. Wish we could send a message to the past. Right. Just murder We're... them. Men aren't good for anything. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so 
Um. <laughs> what? Continue. What the fuck are you laughing at? Anyway. Uh, after she inherited, or she uh, got the, like, 50% ownership of the company from her husband passing away, her income was roughly $1,000 a day in that time, equating to $28,000 a day now. I fucking wish. I wish I could have $1,000 a day. What the fuck? Right? 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 Shit. be so much money. Except this poor woman, like, so her husband died, but then her daughter, her infant daughter, died of um, marismus, which is a children's disease where the body wastes away. I looked it up, and um, it was like a... What was it? Lack of... Of being able to, like, hold nutrition type thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a nutrition thing. Interesting. I wrote it, I wrote it down, but it's, um, a form of severe malnutrition characterized by energy deficiency. But, um, it's just, like, severe malnutrition, and it usually occurs in children. So she just had literally everyone close to her die, and then she had, like, a medium come visit her. So that she could try and talk to her husband. And the medium told her that her husband said she needed to leave her home in New Haven and travel west. Where she must continuously build a home for herself and spirits of people who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles. So that's kind of like how this whole thing started. Was she talked to... Back then, wasn't that, like, one of the main guns that was, like, used in war and shit, too? Yeah, I, like, the Winchester, yeah, I think, was, like, the only guns, because they were, um, not self-reloading, but, like, they, uh, would, like, uh, what was it? It was, like, the first ones that had chambers that could, um... Oh, okay. That like, you didn't have, have multiple to... multiple rounds that you didn't have to, like, yeah, single load. You didn't have to reload every single time. Mm-hmm. Damn, so he invented the first one that had chambers. That's convenient. Uh, so this woman left Connecticut, went to California, and in 1884 she bought an unfurnished farmhouse in Santa Clara Valley and began building the mansion. Carpenters were hired and worked on the house day and night until it got to seven stories. Not important, not important. Before the 1906 earthquake, the house had seven stories, and the carpenters may have been brought in initially to repair damage caused by the earthquake. Today, it's only four stories, and many of the strange architectural choices, such as stairs and doors leading to nowhere, were a result of repairs made after the earthquake. Okay. Uh, Environmental psychologists have theorized that the house's odd layout itself contributes to the feeling that it was haunted, which, I mean, makes sense. And also, it's just really weird, the whole medium telling her to Yeah. 
the medium telling her to build crazy house and then like yeah the ghosts will come show up and right if this lady just knew who she was and was just like fucking with her she's like yep go live here it's gonna be haunted i hope you're paranoid for the rest of your life spend all of your money constantly building don't ever stop building because so many people died from i mean it's rude but it's a little bit comical if it was. Oh, it's hilarious. That would be hilarious. But then also, like, what else do you spend your money on? Right. <laughs> like, well, when you have that you're much money. $28,000 yeah. a day. If I got that much money, I could definitely be like, you know, today I feel like having a pool builds me one. Yeah. Really. I just, like, like, would have to be giving it away because I wouldn't even know what to do. Honestly. Well, I mean, you buy an island, save it up. Buy an island, get a yacht. Yeah, get a yacht. Save up. Get uh, get your friends. Just save yachts. Stop buying that avocado toast like, for a little buy bit. Buy me a yacht. <laughs> buy me a yacht. The house is predominantly made of redwood, as Mrs. Winchester preferred. However, she didn't like the way it looked. I don't understand. So she demanded that a faux grain and stain was applied to it. And this is why almost all the wood in the home is covered. Approximately 20,500 gallons of paint were required to paint the house. That's ridiculous. Yikes. Uh, The house itself was built using a floating foundation that's believed... To have saved it from total collapse in 1906 earthquake and the 1989 earthquake. This type of construction allows the home to shift freely since it's not like completely attached to a brick base. But there's like 161 rooms in it with 40 bedrooms, two ballrooms, uh, 47 fireplaces, over 10,000 windows love it all the lights like 17 chimneys windows yeah well it says 10,000 panes of glass so maybe it's like 5,000 windows if they're like counting you know what I mean well some of them aren't to the outside some of them are windows from like like skylights in the hallway from one floor to the next I know that I had seen um one of them she had like a bathroom or honestly it was just like a room with a toilet in it that had a window in it and that was um I think when she was older so that the nurses could watch her to make sure she was okay when she went to the restroom just to make sure she didn't fall um two basement levels and three elevators so it was about 162 acres at one time but it's reduced to four and a half acres now the minimum necessary to contain the house in nearby outbuildings. They sold the rest of it? Yeah, they got rid of all of it. Sad. Uh, due to her debilitating arthritis, special easerizers were installed as a replacement for her original steep construction. So I guess like the the stairways and stuff like that were really steep for absolutely no reason. Uh, the home's conveniences were rare at the time of its construction. There was, like, st- 
steam and forced air heating, modern indoor toilets and plumbing, push button gas lights, like just ridiculously inconvenient things when she could afford like all of the conveniences. It's not about affording, it's about what takes the most time to build. Wait, that all is like really convenient things for the time, isn't it? I have no idea. Like having push. I think that's like button gas lights. Fancy. Yeah, because instead of like having to like turn on the gas and then light a match and then put the match on the gas, push a button. Oh, you know what? That's ass backwards. Completely ass backwards. Okay, so everything that was in it was way more convenient than what she paid for all the expensive shit. So, so we're gonna like money was that. An issue I don't know her. what the fuck I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, it's hard to think about back, like comparing the times. What's like, good now? Yeah, like what used to be good. Crank windows back then were the hot new thing, and now I was like, thinking that it said like it was rare that there were conveniences in the house after it was saying that like the construction shit was all like ridiculously steep and just. But no, it. Yeah, like Josh said, the conveniences in the house were all super nice. The expensive toilets and plumbing and stuff. And push-button gas lights. Her shower was the only shower that had hot water, though. Rude. Selfish. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's fucking You're super rich. You're super rich. Why do you care? But do you think anyone actually stayed in the house besides her when she was alive? Because I feel like they didn't. Probably not. So, like... Probably not at all. Like, do the ghosts need hot water? Because I don't think they do. I Aren't they kind of cold anyways? So, like, the hot water may burn them. They may just be fine with some chilly water. <laughs> some spicy chilly water? <laughs> okay. I just... I heard that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You looked at me like I was saying some wild ass shit. Yeah, I just, it's like chilly water. Like I was thinking like... Blah, 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 blah. Like water from some chili? <laughs> I don't know what I was Like I thinking. drain all the beans and meat out and then I say, this is what you get a shower with. <laughs> but For months now. There's blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Well, we might we might have to come back to this at some point, not today. That's fine. You split it into yeah. But um, gonna be that's all I have on that for today. today. I've been coming back to things for a hot minute, so. Oh, oh no, no, no! <laughs> it's gonna be a month long thing because I tried to finish everything in this one, and it would be too long, so I gave up, and I. <sighs> There's going to have to be, or else we're going to be here for, like, over two hours, and I just, that's too much. Yeah. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. I, have, I already took up too much time. I have ten pages of notes. Kirsten, stop doing that. I'm not going to do them all. I was just trying to get a lot done so I can just, like, finish it real fast next week. Okay. That is fair. Well, you guys are gone and leaving me by my lonesome. You're okay. not recording an episode by yourself. No. Oh, you're just finishing your notes. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know if I me mentioned this last time because, like, I drink a lot when I do these. Did I mention Project Artichoke? Or is that where yeah. I... No, I think you mentioned Project Artichoke. You mentioned that. But I didn't say what it was about. I just said that that's what it changed to. Talk, talk about it a little bit, but I think you went through it all. There were a lot of projects. Um, literally re-listen to the episode and you don't know. No. Um, because <laughs> I just, when I listen to the episode, I play my Switch and then I listen for like words like, 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 and like, um, and where I stutter or someone stutters and then I pause and cut those out and then I play okay. it until I hear another thing. Um, okay, but so Project Artichoke, they dosed with drugs, extreme temperature, sound, and strapped to electrical shock machines, suggested, um, I don't think I talked about this, they suggested that they needed to find out what kind of brain damage comes from long period of gas exposures, and what a brain does when it's deprived of oxygen for a long time. Yikes, yes, I don't believe you talked about this. <laughs> And the effects of low pressure on the human body and high pressure, vibrations, sound concu sound concussions, but I think it changed the word. I don't think that was the right word. Sound concussions oh, makes kind of Vibrations sense. and sound vibrations. I think I was using talk to text at this point. My bad. Hmm. Ultra high frequency and ultrasonics, which I don't know what ultrasonics are, but it sounds wild. Uh, sonic is like the speed of sound and subsonic is like a little bit less than the speed of sound and ultrasonic's a little bit more than okay wow that's wild um along with consistent repeated words sounds suggestions and whispering to see what it does to human psyche they that's creepy had um i think this is an this building thing that I'm going to talk about uh, in, like, five more minutes. So they had separate rooms. They had a room for moving and vibrating, a room for distorting, a room for phobia, a room that was overly damp, and a room that was overly dry, and then a completely soundproof room. And um, at this point, they're like, you know what? We're going to draw the line at lobotomies and surgery, because that's just too far for us. And, but... At the same time, they're like, but if the opportunity presents itself for us to examine this, we will be, we will reconsider. So I don't, like they right said now no. we're not going to do it because of ethics, but maybe our ethics will change in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And I, in my head, I was like, maybe if they mean they just find someone that's had one, but I don't think that's what they mean. No, meant. no. They're just, <laughs> they're just like, eh, like maybe when we cross that road. Rules will be a little bit more lax. Um, but also, none of these doctors still at this point were actual psychologists or had any background in it. So they're just like, if the opportunity arises to do a lobotomy, hey, we'll just try it out. But like, we don't actually know anything. Um, they were making chemicals also for this project, Project Artichoke, and they made this the building that was 
four stories, 301 ton chamber called the 1 million liter test sphere. But the people that built it called an eight ball. Why? I don't fucking know. And inside of this, it did also have five airtight temperature and humidity controlled ports where toxins could be sprayed. And the people on the inside were like, like examined and they were allowed to see how the chemicals worked on people in different environments so like they're like oh we can make the environment in this one like siberia and we can make the environment in this one like a rainforest etc 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 and then so they apparently part of like the reason that they just kept sticking on to this idea was because apparently there was a program in china called the Xinao, and i guess that they thought then maybe it does i don't know but they're like that translated into wash brains so we need to wash their brain brain. (laughs) and dulles felt just like supposed to be a mental cleanse like you just feel better and they're like no 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 it's literally meditation (laughs) dude i have a fun fact that I may share early because it's so fucking wild. Um, okay. But he, so Dulles felt like gaining mind control and brainwashing was at this point now just a moral thing that needed to be done to protect America and a lot of countries from communism. And so we also did a lot of propaganda to convince everyone that, like, we needed to do this for America. And even convinced all of, like, the presidents and the political people that, like, brainwashing, like, needed to be done. It needed to happen in order for our country to survive. And, so um... Should have done this last year, man. I think they... I think last year was probably the most successful year. Probably. The past couple of years, <laughs> to be honest. Just for the, the last minute or two. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I think they uh, got somewhere with the brainwashing part. Um, And so, like, really just rolling out of fear. And Morris Allen was one of, like, the doctor's people that worked. Oh, he went between the the eight ball, the sphere thing, and the one black site that I talked about in Germany. Like, the original one. So he hopped back and forth between those two. And he was obsessed with electroshock therapy and would put people in vegetative states and cause he would actually cause amnesia with it because they were just like fucking i don't even know probably doing way too much and he also was one of the first people to be like we should try hypnosis we should see how that goes and he would put some of the employees under hypnosis like members of the cia the employees yeah, like colleagues. He'd be like, "Hey, let me test like, this." How did he even know how to do this? How does anyone know how to do any of this? This is fucked up shit. <laughs> Trial and error. Like, I want to try out hypnosis, and I just I, know how to do it. A lot of these doctors like studied under other doctors in other countries that were already doing things like this. Especially during, like, the Holocaust and stuff. I'm sure a lot of stuff that they know was from then that they just practiced on people in concentration camps. And then they went back to marijuana and they're like, we should try this again with edibles. 
And then they're like, nah, we should smoke it. And then they're like, nope, they're right. This doesn't work. And they, their reasoning why this doesn't work is because people's ambitions were too low and they laughed too much. <laughs> and then they're like, all right, well, I guess we should try cocaine. And then, um, and they try to add mental patients, which like, I mean, I who like else are you going to try it on, man? You got to get just, the people that you uh, yeah. I mean, who are you going to try it on? But that's just. Not... I just feel like for the best results, you should try it on someone who is pretty mentally stable. Yeah, but Kirsten, mentally stable people are so much harder to manipulate. That's not their forte. Yes, yes but they were—they weren't trying to manipulate. Like that's—that was their goal, though. Is they're trying to manipulate spies, and spies aren't net like they're not in state well, hospitals. Well, no, and stuff. but to like be able to test them and have people not be worried about like their lives. Yeah, to test people like their. I just feel like your test results would be skewed because it wouldn't oh, be probably. the people that you're actually aiming to use the drug on. I mean, absolutely, but... I know why they did it, because it was easy to drug them. Um, But it produced too much talkativeness, and it was unreliable. Like, people talked too much, and they were unreliable when they did cocaine. Like, no fucking shit. And then they're like, okay, heroin. But then, so, the Navy, I'm pretty sure, was already doing studies with heroin. So, like, the CIA just, like, hopped on and listened into their things. And they were paying students a dollar an hour to, it's called, it was called Project Chatter. And also found that it was not helpful. And then they tried masculine. I think that's how you say it. Um, it comes from peyote, and it was too unreliable to be useful. That will come back later. And Gottlieb, he was one of the doctor people. He was the one that was, like, born in the Bronx that was like, I did yoga and stuff before. I'm pretty sure that was the guy. The one that was, like... Wanted to join the military, but he couldn't because he had something wrong with his feet. And so he was like, I guess this is the only way to be patriotic is to be a fucking crazy person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. That guy. So he's like, all right, well, there's LSD and there's not much research on that. So we can try that. So first to try it out, he he was like, I'm going to do it. You know, we're not just going to drug innocent people without us knowing what it's about also i'm pretty sure they didn't do cocaine or heroin though like i'm pretty sure they would drug innocent people yeah i'm like i don't think that they did those drugs i mean cocaine probably heroin eh, maybe not um and in his first trip he said he had an out-of-body feelings and a sense of euphoria and sensation (laughs) that his entire body was encased in a shimmery, transparent sausage skin. <laughs> Absolutely that sounds gorgeous. great. You just imagine being sausaged. It's gooey though, so it's not tight. It's tight, but it's not uncomfortable. I've always want to be enclosed in a glimmering It's transparent sausage. and shimmery. I just imagine like a weird caterpillar with some goop on the inside, and you're just like, mm. no, 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 no. It's a sausage. Sausage. That is just what a what a wild description of acid to me. And then 
He tested it on volunteer CIA colleagues, and some were like, yeah, we'll do it, but, like, we want controlled settings. And then some of the other ones are like, nah, fuck it. Surprise me. Put it in my drink when I'm not looking. Um, which <laughs> just <laughs> drug me up, fam. Does not sound fun. <laughs> I mean, is that I what guess you want me to going... do in Tennessee, Josh? I guess if you're going off of what he said his experience was, it wouldn't sound too terrible. But knowing the extent of like how awful acid could be now, it seems like a bad decision to do that. Um, and some of the people who I I don't think they liked these people. I think these are the people that they're like, this is what's ruining our, um research and some of the people became enlightened when they took it and were like we're one with the earth man and all that shit you know what i mean why do people hate hippies so much they're like wow they're having a positive experience well and some of them would start crying because they're like had a realization of like the meaning of life and type of shit and the in the notes they would they literally put can cause sadness <laughs> that's rough because these people didn't understand that you could like cry from something other than sadness <laughs> you know you you can only cry from sadness i'm pretty sure only sadness only, only sadness. sadness there's no happy crying no happy there's no unlike tears of tears joy. Only tears of sadness. Cry sad. Is it, isn't that what life is? Honestly, I cry a lot, so don't ask me. Wait, you guys, you guys stop <laughs> crying sometimes? <laughs> it's, that's what happened to me all the time. How do you do that? The, they started dosing the CIA trainees without a warning, though. Um, and then they would interrogate them and see if they would tell secrets or say things that they shouldn't. So, like, you're a CIA little baby. You come in, you got all your paperwork. You're like, hell yeah, I'm a CIA agent. I fucking made it. I'm so smart. All I... CIA agents start as babies. We hire them <laughs> at nine months. Exactly. Um, and then you walk in, you're a couple days in, you know, you're just doing all the bitch work, and then they, like, randomly, you start fucking hallucinating shit, and you think you're losing your shit, you think you're going crazy, you don't want to say anything because you just became a CIA agent, and you can't just be like, I'm now a mental patient, I can't work for the CIA because I can't tell what's real and what's fake, and then your boss is like, hey. You want to have a little? You want to have a little chatty chat? Hey, want to have a little chat, powwow? Chat. Absolutely not. See how, see how you're doing? See how you're holding up? And then a lot of them Dog. would tell secrets and spill things, and they would be very paranoid. And some of them literally would just lose their minds. Which honestly, yeah, same. Um, but like, still, some people would become enlightened. Some people would just be like disoriented, laughter so they're like okay maybe lsd isn't the way to go in order to gain mind control but they're like you know what cia agents if you ever get captured by the enemy you need to take the acid as a suicide pill that way if they start asking you questions you're just talking a bunch of fucking nonsense and they're not gonna know what you're saying because you're gonna be like the trees are moving and they're gonna be like that's not what we're asking you that is hilarious (laughs) they're like hey this 
this torture method we were devising to try to get people to talk in interrogations, don't use it in interrogations. Yeah, well, they made all of the CIA agents then that were part of this program take it so that they would know what it felt like if they were to be drugged with LSD because we thought everyone in the world was trying to gain mind control. And if we had the thought to use LSD, why weren't other countries having that thought? So you had to take it to, like, know what it was about. Um, And then... We would fly to countries like Japan and South Korea and drug people and torture them into confessing, maybe like a false confession. And they'd be like, yeah, we're a communist spy, even if they weren't. And then they would just kill them. Or they would, and then if they got the people to denounce communism, they would still kill them. In Munich, they opened another black site and they would experiment for months and months and months with a shit ton of fucking drugs and they all failed and they're like you know what we're gonna just call it a fucking day and then they just folder a day squeak and girl off. everybody that they were testing on bye felicia <sighs> kill, kill them all america the greatest country of the land <laughs> what else what would you <laughs> like honestly you personally what would you want at that point like, I wouldn't want to be killed. I just would want to be released to a nice, sunny, warm place. You. you don't know what's real and not real anymore. They probably gave you schizophrenia. Yeah. If you have did. a mindset like that, you wouldn't want to go on guessing what is and isn't. Yeah. yeah I don't think they all needed to die. I think some could would have been fine. I and then Gottlieb got more and more power. And then more and more drugs and was like, we're going to use all these drugs and do more torture. And Alan Dulles, his brother, was now the secretary of state. And Alan Dulles was now just like the main guy in the CIA. So they're like, you know what? We got the government at our side. No one can fucking stop us. And they opened more and more black sites. And we're all the way up. Yeah, I mean, secretary of state, it's What's next? The fucking president? I don't know. No one can stop. <laughs> and so, um, Gottlieb brought now Albert Hawk, who was a psychopathic doctor, and they took him from the New York of Psychiatric Institute. So, I guess this guy has some knowledge in psychology compared to the rest of them, I guess. I know I mean psychopathic. I meant sociopathic. There's not, I don't think, a huge difference between the two, though, so whatever. Similar. Yeah. And so now they were using unwilling American citizens, and Hawk would give his patients masculine, masculine, the, from what's from peyote, without their permission or knowledge. And then one guy was, he was just depressed. He was going through a divorce. He's like, you know what, man? like, a little sad, like, I kind of want to kill myself, but, like, I probably won't, but, like, I kind of think about it, so he's like, oh, man, come here, and then he's like, do, 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 without telling him, and injected him six different times, um, and this guy was like, dude, I don't know. Six different times? Yeah, and every one of those times, he was, he was like, I don't know what's happening, I'm having highly unpleasant hallucinations, this is a terrible time, like, I thought I was just a little depressed, now what? And then, he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give him a dose 14 
times the size of the ones I have been giving him. Yeah, because that's safe. This yeah. guy was just scared as fucking shit, flailing around, and then he just went stiff. And then for two hours, he was just stiff and probably just like, ah, ah, ah. I don't know. That's what I imagine people would be if they were like terrified and stiff. <laughs> and then uh, two hours, and then he just died. So. Well, no shit. You just gave him like the biggest dose ever. Nah, nah, nah. It was only and like peyote's already nine. pretty fucking strong, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I honestly don't even really know what peyote is. Peyote is like it's a much longer, more intense trip, and it's supposed to be like I don't even feel, like life. People that choose to go on a or, peyote trip. Yeah, but know. what is it? It's like a plant is it not they like make tea out of it and you go into the desert and you drink it well when most people go on a peyote trip that's what they do that's not what they were doing so now they're like all right yeah you yeah yeah yeah. choose to try and have a pleasant experience and then like you know what we're gonna start lobotomizing people we're gonna erase that line that we set about it we're just gonna go ahead and do it um, and then they were giving them LSD before, during, and after they were doing it and chipping away at their brain. And then they were getting frustrated. And after all of this, because they're like, nothing is consistent. Like, it's not working that great. Some people we can get to crack, some people we can't. So, like, either we failed and there is no mind control drug, or we just haven't found it yet. And this one, Gottlieb was like, you know what? I was not hired to give up. I was hired to explore. Don't stop. Don't okay. give up. Gotta get out there. Put it all. He was not afraid of success. Get your head in the game. Honestly, or failure. <laughs> Gotta get your, get your head in the game. Gotta get your head in the game. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Gotta get get. He was stuck on the idea that LSD was the way, and at this time, he was taking a shit ton of LSD himself. And, um... Shit ton of LSD, just, this is the way. This is the path for everyone. Yeah, and, like, so, like, he's, like, a a type of doctor, so, like, I don't know. Don't you want your doctors to be, like, LSD addicts? No, not really. I would prefer Mm. not. Not when they're (laughs) killing people. You know, in general, any type of addict, not even just LSD, but like, I don't know. Any type of addict you don't want working in. Like, I wouldn't mind if I had a doctor that took LSD. I don't fucking care. Like, I don't care if my doctor is taking drugs and shit. No, just but like, not don't all the be taking time. drugs yeah. when you're like doing if you're, stuff. You just need to be sober during, That's supposed to be during professional. the visit. Yeah, please. That's all I want. Just sober during the visit. Every other time, you just, you go out and you have a good time. Yeah. I don't, I also just, like, don't know if you should be doing LSD that often in general, no matter who you are. It's gonna fuck with Do your you psyche. imagine running into your doctor at the bar? I really like my doctor, so yes. It would be so it would be weird to me. I love my doctor. She's the best. 
I would buy mm-hmm. her a shot. Shit. Just because she is so great, and I'd be like, everyone buy her a drink because she deserves it because she is the best doctor in the world. One of the members <laughs> was fired the next day. I think he was, like, doing some pedophilia type shit, so they fired him. So, I mean, like, that's a good stance to have. Um, You're against that, so I guess that's good. Well, it is good, but, like, you're still poisoning and murdering other people. Um, So they fired him, and the next day he was murdered with it by an untraceable drug. So he was poisoned. Just (laughs) He got fired, and then one day later he was killed. I mean, that was fair. They did go yeah. light on the whole pedophilia thing. Like, oh, you're just gonna lose your job. Go find another one. I think they fired him more because he knew too much and they can't get people to, like, wipe their memories, so they have to kill them. Like, you can't leave the CIA's death or you're in there forever. If you would have figured out how to wipe memories, you could have walked away with your life, but you're bad at your job. Yeah. Get get better. Do better. Get good, kid. Be better. And then they're like, alright. Gottlieb now obviously was the one who poisoned this guy and killed him. So he has proved his loyalty. So they're like, alright. You know what? We're gonna start a new project. Which isn't really starting a new project. It's taking the same project that they've had for many of years and just changing the name. And now we have MK Ultra. Is- We're finally here. Um, so these experiments were done out in the open, um, at universities, mental hospitals, VA hospitals, regular hospitals, all across the U.S., London, and some other countries. And they were put in journals that everyone can read, um, but then there's also a lot of the paperwork that was done by the CAA, not the doctors in the hospitals, is was destroyed. You can't find it. So what we know is just what the doctors put down. And so what the CIA was doing is also probably a lot more and a probably a lot more fucked up shit, which is wild to think about. Af- like, just think that there's more fucked up shit that they did other than this because it's pretty right because they're not going to document everything. Mm. Well, they did, but then they ruined. They destroyed it, but they couldn't destroy. Like, you can try and confiscate all the paperwork and documentation from all of these 80-plus facilities, but... Some of it's gonna get People through. are probably gonna take some home. Yeah, somebody probably you just had it at doctors. home and, like, forgot about it or whatever. Yeah, I would keep a copy at home. I would keep several copies in several different spots so that I always had a copy and they couldn't confiscate it. Working for the government. You can't be too safe. So... American taxpayer dollars were funding this, and they do think that this probably would have happened even if the Cold War wasn't a thing because a lot of the doctors that they had were doing stuff like this before the Cold War, and the money was laundered through other agencies, so there is also many more facilities that we just don't know about because it's hard to prove that they were funded by the government, so like they're part of MKUltra, but they didn't know they were part of MKUltra, and we can't prove they were part of it either, but like they were. And here are some of the universities, Boston, Columbia, Cornell, Del- the University of Delaware, University of Denver, Emory University, Georgetown University, George Washington University, University of Florida, University of Georgia, Harvard, University of Helsinki, University of Houston, Illinois, Indiana, Johns Hopkins, 
University of London, Maryland, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, McGill University in Montreal, University of Minnesota, Montana State College, um, one of the universities in the Netherlands, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Princeton, Princeton, Queens, Richmond, Rochester, I don't know that word, Stanford, Texas Christian University, University of Texas, UCLA. Is this Wisconsin, what the two hours was from? Was from reading all of these colleges? <laughs> but a lot of them were like, like Yale. Yale was fucking part of it. Like these big fucking colleges. Um, so they had funded part of the Naval Academy stuff. They found that people were already doing this, already said that. Um one of the projects that they did, the sub-project, is they lured 100 Chinese students by promising them academic fellowships, tested on them, and wanted them to return back to China and essentially assassinate people. And then they never gave them academic, whatever the fuck it was supposed to be. And then another thing that they studied were the circumcisions of Turkish boys. That what, was, was that like a class? Why the fuck would they study that? They all watched the circumcisions of Turkish Turkish little boys and then studied them for a couple of years to see how they developed. I'm making that up. I don't know if that's true. I don't know why they studied it. I don't know why it was important. I don't know what the thoughts that were going in their head, but like that's the only thing I can think of is that they thought it would affect them in some way. Weird. So they had a lot of different projects. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead because this is a fun fact that I just feel like we should know. Is the CIA funded taxpayer money. The U.S. citizens funded this. It was called Midnight Climax. What the fuck? That was like the name of the CIA? This was the name of their mini project under MKUltra. Oh god. Yeah, that mini And if you're climax. thinking something weird, it is something weird. So, they were trying to figure out with stuff by combining LSD <laughs> along with sex. This is a real, really real life makes sense makes sense government experiment they had sex workers bring people to this house essentially and they recorded every single moment from when they were drugged until the end of their trip essentially to see how much men would tell before and after they came they paid women fifty two hundred dollars for this and made sure that they avoided jail time if they were busted and apparently they found out that men spoke about everything and anything after they were drugged and had sex um because they felt like powerful i guess like i don't know they had hired these hot sex workers and they fucked them and then they're like oh now they're gonna hang out with me too that yeah must just a weird so they would tell a bunch of secrets about all the illegal shit that they did and like if they were in the government the government shit experiments and like stuff they weren't supposed to tell and 
they would either put it in the wine or the girls would go into the bathroom and they would release it in the air, I guess. And the women staying boosted their ego and that's part of the reason why they talked. And then they're like, this was so good. That was like probably their most successful way to get people to talk. Out of all the things that they have done, LSD and sex was the most successful way to get men to talk. And then they're like, we should open another one. And they did. But instead of LSD, they used stink bombs, sneezing powders, and laxatives. Hey. And that one did not go so well. You know, we're uh, definitely doing pretty decently with the LSD that, you know, makes people feel good. Let's make them feel like shit and see if we can get the same thing. Let's make them shit themselves. Honestly. Let's make them shit themselves during sex and see <laughs> see if they're very talkative <laughs> after. Not only just during the sex, during sex that they paid for. Honestly, they're not getting their money's worth, <laughs> honestly. I just that's wild. I think that's a wild thing to spend taxpayer money on. I think that's a wild thought to have. I also think that it's wild that it was the most successful and they didn't stick with it. Yeah. Like, I don't think you should be drugging people, especially with LSD. That sounds like a terrible time. I'd rather be roofied than drugged with LSD. Um, But it seems like that was the most successful, least torturous way mm-hmm. to get what they wanted. I mean, yeah. If, if you're going to do something fucked up, at least, like, I don't know. Like, that seems like a somewhat humane way to do it, besides the drugging. It's like, fun facts. I'm like, did you know that cork from, like, cork comes from a tree and the tree in real life is squishy? Also, did you know that the CIA used LSD and sex to get men to talk about secrets? They're on the same level as fun <laughs> fact. Fun fact. If you. What isn't that just such a good thing to know? Like, if you want somebody's secrets, just get some LSD and have somebody fuck them. That's what I was also thinking. Like, I'm like, okay, this is like some like information. Not that I would ever do this, but like, crazy boyfriends, crazy girlfriends, crazy significant others. Are they just like? I'm shocked they're not taking this and being like, this is a good way to get them to tell me their secrets if they did something fucked up. Ugh, honestly. I'm not saying this as uh We're not recommending that you do this. Do. We're just thinking out loud. Yeah, I think it's a bad idea. I think drugging people is one of the rudest things you can do. Pretty, pretty disingenuous. Yeah. I still think it would be fun, though. Do you think it would be fun if you didn't know that you were being drugged? Because these men didn't. Yeah, I still think it would. You would still have a fun time? I think so, yeah. (sighs) I'd rather be roofied. And thrown off a roof. Well, you don't really like drugs. No. At least with, like, roofies, you don't remember how bad it is. So, my story is over the disturbing death of the unknown hiker, Mostly Harmless, in the Cypress National Preserve. On July 23rd, 2018, Nicholas Horton and Logan Buell, Buell? 
two hikers found a male body in a yellow uh, two-person tent. It was located at a campsite called the Nobles Camp in Big Cypress National Preserve. Horton said his body was kind of twisted. His eyes were wide open and he was looking right at me. The hikers quickly called the 911. Um, what happened next involved a huge number of man hours and DNA testing to try to discover the identity of um, the hiker's body that they found. And he was a quish, uh, quickly established to be hiking under the names Mostly Harmless and Denim along the Florida Trail. He previously hiked from New York along the Appalachian Trail. And this is all just because they know like he was hiking under that name, Mostly Harmless. Authorities did not consider that the camper's cause of death was suspicious. Um, it was thought that he probably died a few days before being de discovered by the hunters. The deceased weighed just 83 pounds, which was with just signs of very prolonged starvation. Uh, How long was he starving for? No That's idea. ridiculous. He, but he, he was an avid Yeah, he was an though. avid hiker. Um... But And it had him, like, signing in, but I don't know if it must not really be dated and it was just, like, they write their name in. Oh, I was going to ask what 2018. Was. It was recently. So recent. Okay. Um, and his identity was a complete mystery. There was nothing in the campsite that could reveal who he was. No, like, cell phone, ID, credit cards. Um, all he had was his hiking gear, two notebooks... And thirty six hundred dollars in cash. So you have like three thousand dollars and just a couple notebooks, one big one and one small one, and then his hiking gear. So the big questions were how did he starve to death in his tent and who was he in general? Because the tent wasn't like super far out in the woods, it was just like along the trail that these people ran into it. A medical exam was done on the remains in, on July 25th by Chief Deputy Ex Medical Examiner, sorry, Deputy Chief Medical Examiner Manfred de Borges. The examiner recorded the cause of death as undetermined, and there was nothing significant in the report besides that it seemed that the male had a previous surgery at some point. No signs of alcohol or excessive drug use. And it said it was interesting to note that he had dis a discoloration, abrasion, on the shaft and gland of his penis. It was, like, shaved and discolored, apart from, like, his normal, just, like, being very, very scrawny. Like, what type of... Like, like, like injury? an injury. They yeah. try to eat it off? What is and it said in addition to Suspicious. wasting, which they just is considered the extreme weight loss and muscle weighting or muscle wasting, like literally yeah. wasting away. Um, investigators tried to match the body's fingerprints to those in national databases, but nothing was found, and then missing persons in the in missing persons cases in the area were checked again not really finding anything 
They then widened their search to surrounding areas, but still all attempts to identify him came to nothing. Um, they issued a bulletin seeking information from the public, including a composite sketch, and said that the man had been between 35 and 50 years old, was 5'8", and had salt and pepper hair and beard. Um, he was wearing a beige t-shirt with green shorts and black salmon hiking boots. So the man also called himself Mostly Harmless because it was said he enjoyed the work of sci-fi writers Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. Have either of you seen that? No. Absolutely I have not, not either. I've seen the movie Wild. So, um, the timeline that they were able to establish just based on, like, feedback from the public after putting that description out there. In April 2017, Mostly Harmless told people along the way that he started hiking in New York in April of 2017. Initially, Denim was his trail name because for his first two weeks of hiking, he wore denim jeans. Uh, while in Damascus, he went out to eat at Damascus Pizza on the 7th with several other hikers. He was staying in a hostel and was there for two days because a hurricane was making its way on the trail. In November, he checked in to the top of Georgia Hostel and Hiking Center under the name Ben Blimey, which was most likely an alias since other hikers were not allowed to check in under their trail names. He checked out the next days since the hostel was closed for Thanksgiving, and he came back and stayed until the 26th. Before he left, he bought the two-person tent that he was found in. In December, a picture was taken of him at Mountain's Crossing, so that's how they were able to kind of figure out more of what he looked like. Yes. Question. Why can't you check in with your trail name? Also, is your trail name different yeah, name. it was like their nicknames, basically, and they were trying to like check into hostels and hotels with it. Okay. The hostel was like, you have to yeah, use your real name. He, so just, he made just made, one, made up one up and gave a fake name. I mean, I wouldn't tell my real name on a hiking trip. Honestly, like neither would I. Kelly Fairbanks, who was the first person to match the composite sketch to a hiker that she'd met in Florida. Um... She knew him as Mostly Harmless, his trail name. She gave a sticker to him which said FT through hike. Took a picture of him with it. So Mostly Harmless, the oh, dude's body, nice. told Kelly that he had started in New York and was headed down to Key West. When she asked him if he was going to use the Florida Trail Guide app, he said no because he didn't have a phone since he wanted to disconnect. And this is... In January. Disconnect from living. Honestly. Unplug from the grid. From life. Oh. Kelly said that she was worried about him just because he seemed new to hiking and not having a phone and carrying an unnecessarily enormous tent were rookie mistakes. Because uh, he had a two-person tent when he was hiking by himself and... Also, but he's been known to be a hiker. He's been... So he started hiking in April, like, from New York. And this was in Florida. So he made it all the way down in, that far. But in, like, 
nine months. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is he survived for nine months all the way there, and then he randomly starts doing, like, weird shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna now have a two-person tent in this humid-ass fucking state. Well, he also was showing ridiculous signs of malnutrition. So, like, at that point, he was probably just, like, so out of it from barely yeah, even eating. like, he yeah. was probably just not eating at all to be able to starve to death that quickly. But um, in February, two women who were hiking the FT Trail met him. Snapper and Sugar Rush are their trail names. Nice. Were wow. walking down 98 and entered. He was hiking with some, some celebrities, some hookers. Say, it reminds me of like um, truckers. They're like Breaker Breaker. This is I don't fucking know. Sugar Rush. Anyway, they ran into him uh, while they were kind of going in opposite directions. He said that he was doing the trail without the GPS or even a detailed map. So they get, they exchanged trail information with him and went into really good detail to try to help him not get lost along the trail. Uh, a camper, and that was February 22nd, a couple of days later. Somebody said that they ran into them at the Sand Pond Campground in Pog Lake State Forest. Sorry, Pine Lake State Forest. Um, She said that he told her about working in the tech field and also told her that uh, he had some health issues and needed slash wanted to do the trip while he still could. Mm, Okay. I was going to say, who? why did he randomly decide to go on this trip and who let him? Yeah. But I guess they like... And they didn't know. And uh, so a month later, about a month later, uh, somebody met Mostly Harmless on the foot trail or on the FT near Paisley, Florida. It was only four months before he would be discovered deceased. The hiker said that when he was looking at him, he was nowhere near 83 pounds. Said he was mostly in good spirits at this time and seemed to be enjoying his hike. He again mentioned that he was from or at least started in New York. The hiker took a picture with him, and when the man asked someone else, who's that guy? The reply was, he's mostly harmless, or something along those lines. So mostly harmless kept the trail name. And uh, he was found deceased in his tent like four months later. In Ochopi, and I'm going to look at how far apart these are. So it's 241 miles um, south over three months. Which in like the earlier 10 months, he he claimed at least to uh, hike 1,200 miles in that 10 months. That seems about right, I guess. Is that uh, um, a thousand miles? 1,200. 1, so about 120 miles. I thought you said 1,000. No. I was like, I thought you said 1,000. I'm like, isn't that 1,000? Yes, 1,200. Why do we Sorry. say 1,000? Okay. But, uh, so. That's 120 miles a month. And in four months, though, in that four months between where he was and Florida, it was only 200 miles. 
So that's so he just started like at some point something fucked up and he just stopped being able to. I mean, so like maybe what if I mean you may get into this, but what if he was sick and like he was doing fine for the first six months and did great, and then the last four months. He, it just got really bad, and that's he why he was sick. So and then starved. he couldn't hike a lot of miles, and then he couldn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that would make sense. Some people think that his knees might have gone out because, like, that's kind of hard to tell. Like on an autopsy, and would explain why he just stopped going. Just and that effectively trapped him and caused him to starve. He was known to wear braces on both of his knees while he was hiking. And he carried an excessively heavy pack. Um, but there was no mention of any terminal illness in the autopsy. And you would think, like... Yeah, like if he had would have They would be able to tell then. or they would have found it. Maybe, because he said... He's told someone that he had some health issues. Maybe he just met. He was extremely depressed. Fair, honestly. That's also kind of what's weird at the end. Um, so the autopsy indicated that there was no signs of cardiac, liver, or kidney damage, nor any drug issues. And so they were just wondering, like, what, did he get trail sickness? Like, did somebody get him sick? And the trail sickness is, um, when you drink, like, tainted waters. Usually when you drink, uh, beaver, that water that has beaver pee or stool in it. Yeah. Really? That it makes gives you, you sick? like a yeah. really bad diarrheal disease. Yeah. There's a lot of like little ponds and stuff like that in Denver. So like don't just drink out of the water mm. if you're ever hiking in Denver. Also, like if Al- the Alpin Alpi Al- Appalachian. I- Appalachian. Appalachian. Wow. wow, you're so cute. Um, if those do those mountains get really high? Because I guess it's possible that he could get like altitude sickness too. Fair, honestly. Right, but to that extent, but also, though, he was some in people Florida. do. I feel like Florida's a pretty low state. Mm, yeah. But if you're going from so high to so low, that can cause altitude sickness, can it? Because it's the right, but that's supposed to be them. in like that's supposed to be like if you're doing it quickly. Yeah, I was going to say he's, it took him like true over the last a year. four months. He's going really slow. slow. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, if he if he wasn't like traveling slowly that probably could be part of it is there any type of illness that doesn't show up in an autopsy probably lots of them i don't know exactly what but there's a chance anyway so um in july of 2020 which was about a years later they started working with um companies to like try to find who it was through genealogy like forensic genealogy um and over the next couple of years or over the next year they didn't really get anything didn't really get anything but in january of 2021 they were able to name him as vance rodriguez and he was somebody that was from Pinpoint Assumption Parish. Let me look at this. So, uh, Assumption Parish is a city in Louisiana. They were able to pinpoint that that's where he came from. 
they started running targeted ads to try to like figure out where he was in there. And eventually it reached a former colleague who recognized him as Vance Rodriguez. And they reached out and um, the family agreed to do DNA testing and they figured it out. But he was never reported as a missing person. But he started in New York. He started so. in New York, but he was from Louisiana. He said that he started in New York. Yeah. And But like what if Kyla okay. took a hike from California to somewhere and then like they're like, Oh, she's from Michigan but was never reported That's missing. Fair. Like, how would we know? No. No, because okay. Like no, I feel like you would report me missing Kirsten. Yes, but also that doesn't I mean get that this guy's family oh, or friends or like people that. every so often like that yeah i would say because like, like literally if we don't talk in one day it's like okay whatever we didn't talk for a day but <laughs> if you talked to me for a week i'd be like bitch are you dead it, it would be a it would be a problem yeah it'd be weird just because but I'm just like even if i even if you're the type to go on a really long solo hike like that though you may not be the type of person that is in contact with people that frequently to be able to be reported missing I guess that's just such a long time, especially if he lived in a whole nother state or like, yeah, I don't know. And it's like, they say that he started in New York, but they really don't know. And that's the last, they don't have any further information. They just found out. Thank you for listening to the weird and suspicious. You can find us at the weird and suspicious at gmail.com. Uh, the weird and suspicious on Instagram, the weird and sus on Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening. Goodbye forever. If you want to follow our Facebook group, you can, but there's nothing in there yet, because that's a lot of work. Uh, have a good night. Bye! Um, Bye!